Happy New Year, everyone. You're tuning in to Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast. This is the very first episode of 2020. I hope you all are doing well. And let's get this show started. It's finally the year 2020, the beginning of a new decade. It's crazy, right? Of how much time has went by. For us to get to the beginning of a new decade. So I want to reflect back on a couple of things and also touch base on a few things in case you're wondering what's been going on with me. So first, I want to talk about the recovery process that I'm still going through from having bariatric surgery. So as you all may know, if you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, um, especially with Instagram, I pretty much discussed on Instagram Live the whole process of me recovering from having bariatric surgery. I had the gastric sleeve surgery done. So to keep you all up to speed, this Monday, which was three days ago, that just passed, I had hit seven weeks post-op. And as of today, I lost a total of 37 pounds. So I am now one pound away from being back at my pre-pregnancy weight. And it's fucking insane because it's been almost nine years. I've been trying to get my body back to the pre-pregnancy weight. But then I also wanted to lose extra weight on top of that to be healthy. So it only had taken me pretty much almost two months to get my body back to the pre-pregnancy weight. Isn't it crazy? Two months compared to nine years in total? It's mind blown. So this week I decided to go shopping. Because all of my clothing that I purchased for the last three years, I would say, are too big on me. They're too loose. They're too baggy. I'm not looking right wearing baggy clothes. And I wanted to wear clothing that can accommodate my new figure. (laughs) One of the things I was told taking the weight management classes prior to surgery was not to shop for a lot of clothing because every month you're going to be losing a lot of weight. So far, like I said, I lost 37 pounds. I'm trying to reach my weight goal by my birthday. If not my birthday, at least by the summer. I'm in no rush. But I needed new jeans. That was like the main thing I was focused on, was getting a pair of new jeans. Not even one pair, a couple, maybe like less than a handful. So I went to Old Navy, um... Twice this week. I went two days ago and I immediately went to the clearance section because sometimes they have good deals. So I found a couple of tops that were a size to two sizes smaller than what I would normally wear prior to surgery. So before surgery, I was extra large in old navy tops in women's clothing. And I picked out a size medium and a size large in tops that I found in the clearance section. So I went to the dressing room, tried on two medium-sized tops, and they both fit me. I was like, what the hell is going on? I have never been a size medium in my whole adult life. (laughs) And then I tried on a size large button-down, which fit me perfectly. And I was like, wow, 
this is crazy. Like, I'm looking at the mirror. I'm looking at myself. I'm like, this is not happening. So then I tried on some jeans that were a size smaller. And they fit me just fine. So then yesterday I went to the mall. And I went to Old Navy. I checked the clearance section. They really didn't have much for me to really bother buy anything. But I did buy some jeans. I bought another two pairs of jeans. I'm like, you know what? I know I'm going to be going out soon, sometime this month or next month. I want to be able to have clothes to wear. So now I bought a total of three jeans from Old Navy with three tops. I think that's not too bad. Um, the tops that I bought pretty much could be worn during the winter months and the fall. So... I looked through my clothing that I currently have at home and I'm like, wait a minute, do I have any jeans that are a size smaller? And I found maybe like three or four and I'm like, okay, cool. So I don't got to buy anymore. But the first day I went shopping at Old Navy two days ago, I really looked at myself in the mirror and I actually posted about this on Instagram and like, I see a new me, like I'm just glowing, like you guys got to see what I posted so you guys can understand. You know, everyone who knows me, who had known about the surgery when it happened, literally a week after surgery, I had people telling me, yo, you look different. I could tell by your face. Your face is getting slimmer. <laughs> and I'm like looking in the mirror while I'm doing my makeup. And I'm like, um, I don't see any difference really. Even looking at a full-size mirror of my body from head to toe, I didn't notice a difference. But this week, I definitely noticed a difference. And I feel wonderful. I feel great. You know, I feel in a way more secure with myself because I know I made the right decision to do something that I've been struggling for so many years to lose weight on my own. And nothing, you know, some people may say having this type of surgery is the easy way out. It's not. You have to have the commitment, the strength, and the stability to be able to recover from this type of surgery. I'm telling you because I had to get evaluated by a psychologist before surgery. That's a requirement. And if the psychologist sees you're not mentally prepared for this surgery, they're going to say they don't think you're a good candidate. But I was approved because the psychologist sees that, you know, I'm doing this for the right reasons. I'm doing this for my health. I have a child. I have a child with special needs. And he needs me to be there for him always. I love being a mom. You know, having this surgery was a big life-changing decision. And I was supposed to have this surgery years ago, but it never happened because back then... I was in a toxic relationship. I mentioned this before on the podcast. I didn't have the support that I would have needed at that time. But last year, I got all the support that I needed, and I still do. So I'm very thankful for that. But yeah, I'm you know, relieved that some of the symptoms I had dealt with last few years, as far as having body aches and joint pains and stuff like that i really haven't noticed at all like let me tell you last couple of years i would say i used to have sharp stomach pains in the middle of the night that would go to my back then down my leg 
And I was worried, like, why is my right leg feeling numb and tingly? I thought something was happening. So I had one doctor at an emergency clinic tell me, oh, I think you had a stroke. I'm like, what? I'm like, no way. And um, yeah, I wasn't diagnosed with a stroke. That doctor did not know what the hell he was talking about. Then I had to get an MRI on my back to check what's going on with my spine. Then I found out I had scoliosis. And then years before that, when my son was just a toddler, I found out I had gastritis and acid reflux, which is the reason why I'm having all these like stomach and chest pains. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I was put on medication for it. I hated the medications because there was always a side effect. But since having this surgery, I haven't been taking any type of pain meds. I do get occasional back pains. Like I said, I have a child with autism. And when he has his little tantrums, you know, I got to try to grab him and hold him so he won't hurt himself. Because sometimes he has these tantrums where he'll like throw himself on the floor. And it happens anywhere, whether we're outside going somewhere, we're at home. Like I want to make sure he's safe. So I have to try to hold him. You know what I'm saying? So um, besides that, um, I think I'm doing good, you know, and I thank you all for the love and support you know, during the recovery, um, and your well wishes since I had the surgery, you know, I do read my comments on social media. So thank you guys for that. And, um, you know, from my friends who's always been in touch with me from the very beginning, you know, my besties, um, I talk to them every single day and, you know, they've been very well aware of what's been going on since having this surgery. I mean, they honestly were opposed on me making the decision to have the surgery, but I'm telling them it's for health reasons, you know, like I'm doing this for my health. I'm doing this for my son. Like that's it. You know, last year I turned 35. I said, this is the year I'm going to focus on myself. My son is well taken care of. He's doing great in school. It's time for mommy to work on herself. And my best friends see the results of how I'm looking after surgery. And they're like, damn, now they're thinking like maybe I should have the surgery too but like I told them you got to be committed to this you know this surgery is not a joke it's a life-changing decision that I made for me I don't know about anybody else but what may work for you may not work for anyone else I told them you know if you're really serious about the surgery ask your doctor to get a consultation done see what they say you never know but yeah, that's the latest update <laughs> regarding my gastric sleeve surgery. So I'm still going to keep you guys informed and uh, updated on that. And if you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I also give updates there. Now I want to talk about music. So where do I begin? Let's start with Motionless in White. So Motionless in White right now, they're on their Diseased and Disguised tour with the band Beartooth. And I'm sure you guys are probably getting updates on social media about the tour if you're a fan like myself. And I'm going to be seeing them on January 22nd in New York City. So I'm very, very excited. I've been talking about it on Instagram. I've been talking about it on Twitter. I've been telling my friends about it. So I'm looking forward to going to see them for the first time in my life. I'm just so happy and thrilled that they're finally coming down to New York City to perform. And they're performing at a nightclub that I used to go to over a decade ago called Webster Hall. And 
I heard that Webster Hall had closed down for some time and just recently reopened sometime last year. I don't know what happened, but that's what I read on social media. And yeah, I got my outfit planned out. Like I said, I went shopping this week, so I had to get me a pair of black skinny jeans to wear for the show in two weeks. So I'm happy about that. But besides that, they look like they're having a blast and I can't wait to see them. The next band I would like to talk about is a band I became a fan of since October of 2019. I'm talking about the band Ghost. So last summer, I noticed one of the administrators from one of the makeup groups I'm in on Facebook. She is a fan of Ghost. So she posted something about the music video for Rats. And I wasn't too familiar with the band. So, you know, I was like, okay. But then fast forward a couple months later, back in October of last year, I was just browsing on YouTube and I was also listening to Pandora when I heard some of the songs by Ghost and of course seeing the music videos on YouTube. So one of the songs I remember first listening to was Dance Macabre. And the first time I heard the song, I was like, wow. You know, I thought it was a nice song, very catchy. You could dance to it. And um, I enjoyed it. Then I saw the video for Rats and I'm looking good at the vocalist. I'm like, what is he wearing? <laughs> I mean, he looks good in the suit, but the mask really bugged me the fuck out. I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? So eventually I did watch more videos by Ghost and I'm really listening to the lyrics to these songs and I'm like, kind of creepy. You know, someone told me when I listen to Motionless and White, they're telling me, oh, there she goes listening to that devil worshiping music. I think this person needs to listen to Ghost and listen closely to the lyrics in some of their songs because it kind of does sound dark and spooky and I guess you can say satanic. I don't know. But I enjoy their music. I think they're a great band. And from watching video clips of footage from their tours, they have an outstanding stage presence, the theatrics and everything. I enjoy it. So I'm hoping... Maybe one day in the future, because I know right now the band is on break from touring. I hope they come down to New York City so I could actually go see their show and see them perform live. Um, I know Tobias Forge is the lead vocalist because I remember asking um, that administrator from that makeup group on Facebook about, you know, ghosts. And I'm like, what does this guy look like under the mask? Like. I noticed that's the thing with this band. They all wear masks, keeping their identity secret. So a picture was sent to me of Tobias without the mask and, you know, dressed up in costume and in character. And I'm like, that's him? Oh, my gosh. I was like, wow, he's a good looking guy. He has a baby face. He's a cutie pie. And then I started watching interview clips of Tobias on YouTube. Um, There was one interview I noticed. He was wearing the nameless ghoul mask. And then there was another interview where you just see a silhouette of him. And then another interview, which was probably the recent ones from last year. He's regular. He's casual, you know, without the mask and makeup and the costume. You know, he was sitting down doing an interview with the interviewer. I believe it was Loudwire um, where I seen the interview on YouTube. And I'm like, look at him. He seems like a nice guy. Very well spoken. I was like, wait a minute, this guy's from Sweden? I don't hear the accent. Because his English is perfect when he speaks. He's 
very well spoken. I, I was like, oh, okay. Seems like a cool guy. Like him. And um, as far as the nameless ghouls go, from watching the clips on YouTube of, you know, past performances, they seem very funny. Like, I know they be goofing around on stage, you know, during performances. And I, I love that. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but besides that, um, I actually recently started following two people on Instagram that are somewhat affiliated with the band Ghost. So the first person I started following is an actor by the name of Justin Andrews. And he is an actor that was featured in a couple of the Ghost videos. I remember seeing him first in Dance Macabre and then seeing him again in Kiss the Go Goat. So I was browsing through his page. He does a lot of, you know, photo shoots with a photographer and this one particular photographer, she does makeup and cosplay. And I actually started following her this week. But going back to Justin, I noticed a picture of his on his page that he was dressed up as Loki. You all know Loki is my kryptonite. I get weak. <laughs> I love the actor Tom Hiddleston, who is the actor that portrays Loki in all the Thor and Avengers movies. And... When I saw Justin's Loki, I was like, hold up, wait, what's going on here? So he was in costume as Loki from Ragnarok in the black suit and the traditional Loki costume with the horns and the cape and all of that. So I left him, you know, comments on those pictures and he liked my comments. And shortly after liking my comments, I was watching Kiss the Go Goat video by Ghost on YouTube on my TV. I posted it on my Instagram story with a little commentary to Justin. <laughs> and then next thing you know, maybe two hours or so later, Justin shared my Instagram story onto his Instagram story. I was like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> and then I um, left him a comment when he reshared my story. I Pretty much the comment went to his DM saying that it caught me by surprise. And I thanked him for sharing my story. And he liked my DM to him regarding that. So I was like, oh, that's nice. And then um, he posted something else on Instagram on his story feed and I liked it. He liked my response and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so this photographer he had worked with, um, you know, for that Loki photo shoot he did. Her name is Ashley and she goes by the name of Forge on Instagram. And... I looked at her work. I was like, wow, she's pretty good. And seeing her cosplays, she does ghost cosplays. I mean, she dresses up as Tobias and as Papa Emeritus. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Like with the suit, the hair, the mask, I mean, everything. I was blown away. So that was like one of the main reasons why I followed her was because of the ghost cosplays. So shortly after I started following her on Instagram, probably like within the next day, she follows me back, so I screenshotted the notification of her following me on Instagram. I shared it on my Instagram story. She ended up sharing it onto hers, and I was like, oh, wow. So, you know, this all happened the same day when Justin reshared my story to his. So for everything to happen on the same day between these two, best believe I was fangirling. I couldn't believe it. I was in shock, but I was happy. I feel like all the people I follow on Instagram, whether they're entrepreneurs, celebrities, local businesses, I feel like 
most of the time you could leave a comment on their posts you could reply to their instagram stories or their instagram lives sometimes they don't acknowledge you but then other times they do so for justin and for ashley to acknowledge me whether it's liking a comment or speaking to me briefly via dms regarding their work of art so on and so forth i appreciate that they're paying attention (laughs) so i'm really grateful for that and speaking of ashley she posted some new pictures today of her dressed as papa ermoritis the third from the band ghost you know that's one of the characters that tobias forge the vocalist you know that's one of his characters he dresses up as in the band and I saw her pictures. I was like, God damn, she's really good. She looks just like Tobias in character. The hair, the makeup, the mask, the one eye with the white contact lens, the suit she had on. It was really good. Best believe if she were selling pictures, especially one picture particular I really like of her holding the rose. Um, I would buy it and frame it and leave it on my vanity where I do my makeup and just be like, look. That's Papa Irma, right? It's looking at me doing my makeup, making sure I look good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she sells pictures of her cosplays, but if she were to, I would definitely get that one picture. Then I noticed the pictures of the character she cosplayed playing the kazoo. I started laughing because I remembered seeing a video clip on YouTube of a ghost performance and seeing Tobias playing a kazoo in character. <laughs> So I recorded a video clip and shared it on my Instagram story. And I, of course, tagged Ashley saying, you know, I got the image stuck in my brain. So she shared my story onto hers again, (laughs) which made me laugh. So that was really cool to see that. But you guys got to check her out. She's an amazing photographer. She's an amazing makeup artist and an amazing cosplayer. So I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to briefly speak with her on Instagram. And I'm glad that she's following me back. (laughs) So much love to both Ashley and Justin Andrews. Uh, I wish you both lots of love and continued success in both of your careers. I want to talk about makeup now. So I know I said this once and I said this twice and many times before on the podcast that I was not going to buy any more makeup. That is some bullshit. Now, you know I'm lying. (laughs) So since I went to the mall yesterday, I made a trip to Sephora inside of JCPenney. And there's this one product I had wanted to try for the past year. I've been curious about it. It's a liquid eyeliner by Kat Von D. And it was created for the waterline. Now, I don't know about you if you wear eyeliner, but whenever I used to wear eyeliner on the waterline, whether it was a pencil eyeliner or a gel eyeliner, my face looks a hot mess, especially under the eyes. I end up looking like a damn raccoon. So since I've been doing my makeup a lot for the past year, I've been avoiding putting eyeliner on the waterline. This particular product that's made for the waterline, it's not supposed to run or do any craziness. So I read up reviews on Sephora's website last year and it was kind of mixed, you know, people liked it, people didn't like it, complained about the way it felt, how it irritated their eyes. They're not good for contact lens wearers in which I'm a contact lens wearer because I wear glasses and when I wear a full face of makeup, I wear my contacts. I need to see. 
I'm blind as a bat without my glasses and contacts. So since there's a special day coming up tomorrow, I decided to get this product. And today, I end up buying more makeup. There's a cosmetic brand called Sugar Pill, and I've heard of their products through Ulta Beauty, through some members of a makeup group I'm in on Facebook. And last week, I seen that this brand had made an announcement that they were releasing new liquid lipsticks today. So I asked everyone in the group, what's their opinion on this brand's lipstick? So there was a lot of positive reviews. People loved the product. They loved the way it looked, the colors, the feeling, and all that. So I ended up ordering the new products that got released today, the three lipsticks that are sold in a bundle. It was, I think, $46 was the bundle price. The original price was like over $50. And then just for one lipstick was $18. And then I found some lipsticks on clearance. I got one that was like about three bucks. And then I got another lipstick that's a liquid lipstick that was like a really dark gray, but it has gold shimmers in it. The new release lipsticks all have gold shimmers in it. So I was like, you know what? They look pretty. I need to get it. Because I actually have a lipstick by Jeffree Star Cosmetics in the shade Triggered. One of the velour liquid lipsticks I purchased for my birthday last year. And it has shimmers in it too. And I love the color. It's like a really, really dark, plummy purple. It almost looks black, but it's not. It's like a really dark purple. And it has shimmers in it. And I'm like, oh my god, that's so gorgeous. So I usually wear that lipstick when I do goth glam makeup. But I'm really excited to be trying um, the Sugar Pill lipsticks. I can't wait to get them. And you know what's funny? Literally like three to four hours after I placed the order, I got an email notification telling me that my order was shipped. I was like, wow, that's fast. So I'll probably get the lipsticks by next week. So I can't wait to get these products delivered to me. Um, I might try that eyeliner by Kat Von D that I got from Sephora yesterday. I might try it over the weekend and see how it looks, how it feels, if it fucks up my eyes <laughs> when I wear contacts. Um, I'll take pictures and I'll share the results of what I think about the product on social media so you guys can let me know if you ever use the product or if you have and you're curious about it. At least you know for me, hey, this is what it is. But yeah. So what else can I tell you guys? Tomorrow is a very special day for me because it's going to be the two-year anniversary of Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast. Yay! My second baby is turning two years old tomorrow. I am shook, you guys. Like, I can't believe that my podcast is going to be up and running for now two years. I would have never suspected my podcast to be up and running for this amount of time. But there's going to be a lot of people I have to thank. And you're going to have to wait until the next episode to find out who exactly. <laughs> I already got plans to celebrate this weekend and pretty much for the rest of the month of January. I thank you all for tuning in and stay tuned for new episodes coming your way for 2020. If you guys want any updates on the podcast and more about myself... Feel free to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SweetTalk underscore Alisa. That's spelled S-W-E-E-T-T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A. 
Feel free to DM me if you have any questions you want me to answer on the podcast or on Instagram Live because I do go on Instagram Live ever so often. If I post a Q&A on my Instagram story, feel free to shoot your questions there and I'll be happy to answer them. And if you have the Anchor app, you can download it for free. You guys can call into the podcast and leave me a message. You never know, I may post your message on an upcoming episode for the podcast. So once again, thank you all for tuning in. This is the first week of the new year of 2020, of the new decade. I wish you all nothing but the best. Much love and hugs to each and every one of you. Until next time.